All right. First things first. Uh, catechism. What does God's word say that hearers owe their pastors from Hebrews chapter 13? Obey your and Yeah, let's start that again. That was lackluster. What does God's word say that hearers owe their pastors from Hebrews 13? Obey Yes, they keep, they keep, watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a, a joy, not a, yes, let's do that one more time. Obey sub. They uh -huh. obey them so that yes, Emma and Leela, can you come down and fill these two chairs? You're so far away, and there are two open chairs right here. I'll call on you for questions if you're far away or right next to me. You can't get away from me. <laughs> I'll call you on the telephone if I have to. I am, I am beyond escape. Okay. Here's, here's catechism for next week. Let me just make sure I get it right. Yes. It's the whole thing. What hearers owe their pastors. All of it which should be really easy because you already know all of it. Oh, okay. You're not, it's not anything new. It's just reviewing all of this that you have already learned. Okay? So easy. So easy. Not hard at all. Okay? Any questions about that catechism? What hearers owe their pastors? Just review. Nothing new. Okay. To the term quiz now. And I will tell you <clears throat> you who are in Carolyn's class, I know you have your words. Not all of the words here are from that. So, do your best. And if you can beat my class, I will give you five extra points. Which doesn't matter for you because Carolyn doesn't keep score, but I keep score. Okay, so I'll give you five extra points if you can beat the scores of my class. Mason. We could do that, except for I promise you, I won't remember next year. Okay, sure. I'll give you, I'll give you five points for, the, for when you are in my class. You can start out with five points. But it'll, but it'll, be, it'll be up to you to remember it and remind me, because I'm not going to remember. Yes. You need to put a sticky note on your... On your forehead and just keep it there till next year, and then we'll that'd then look really good on Sunday yeah, mornings. Okay, we we've, we've got to go to the term quiz. Number one. Number one, the feast that celebrates God's deliverance of Israel from Egypt when the blood was smeared 
upon the doorposts of the homes. A feast that celebrates God's deliverance of Israel from Egypt when the blood of the Lamb was smeared on the doors of the homes. Number two, satisfaction, payment, or restitution, which means making good, paying back, made in fulfillment of the law. What is that called? Satisfaction, payment, or restitution made in fulfillment of the law. What is it called? Mm. Oh. Do I look like a guy who has answers? I just ask questions. Yeah. Number three. The offering demanded and provided for by God in payment for sin or in loving service to another. Number four. Every son that was born according to God's promise in the family tree of Jesus, leading up to and including the birth of the Savior himself. And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me to whom that promise was made. Number five. The third son of Jacob and Leah. I'll just leave it there. No, I won't. <laughs> and the tribe of Israel from which all of the Old Testament priests were taken. Yes. Can you repeat number three? Yes, I can repeat number three. Thank you for asking so nicely. Carolyn's class is much more polite than my class. Number three, the offering demanded and provided for by God in payment for sin or in loving service to another. And I'll, I'll give you this hint. It's an offering that is most of the time one of blood. <clears throat> Any others that you need me to repeat? Leela? Uh, two and four. Two? Okay, I'm not going to do all five of these again. I'll give you one of those. Which one do you need the most? Two or four? Two, okay. Satisfaction, payment, or restitution made in fulfillment of the law. <laughs> yes. Number four. Every son 
<clears throat> every son that was born according to God's promise in the family tree of Jesus, leading up to and including the birth of Jesus himself. And I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me the name of the person to whom that promise was made. Emma, you had your hand up. <laughs> yes, but that's is it. I'm not going to repeat any more after this. The third son of Jacob and Leah and the tribe of Israel from which all the Old Testament priests were taken. Okay. Cameron, number one. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Good, because it is correct. <laughs> it is the Passover. That is right, because when you put the blood of the lamb on the door, death passes over. So the feast is called the Passover. Luke, what is number two? Pardon me? It is atonement. Very good. Who makes the greatest and most important atonement, Luke? Can you be more specific? You're right, but I need you to be more right than that. Who is God that makes atonement? Yes, and what is his name? Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Good. All right. Number three, Memphis. Sacrifice. Correct. Sacrifice. Yes, Cameron? I put holy offering. That's incorrect. Nope. Has to be sacrifice. Kipton. What is number four? No, that is not correct, Mason. Sophie? I gave you huge hints. Pardon me? Oh, you're very close. Sadie? The son of the promise. The son of the promise. Oh, you just got showed up by your sister. <laughs> The son of the promise. And Sadie, do you know who that promise was made to? Because um. I'll give you a bonus point. Just take a guess. You've got nothing to lose. Uh, no, there's one, one specific person. Emma? Uh, Did you write it down? Cameron? I wrote Adam. Not Adam. Memphis? Cain? Cain? No. Emma? Rebecca? Nope. But you're closer. It is. Rachel? No. Abraham. Abraham. 
The first of the patriarchs. It's made to Abraham. Okay, number five. Who is that? Is that you, Emma? Yes, it is you. What do you have for number five? You can't read it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Leva? Levi? Levi. <laughs> Levi. And what do you call an Old Testament priest that comes from the tribe of Levi? A Levite. Okay. All right. Mason. Four. Emma. Three. How many? Three. Okay. So, uh, Sophie? Four. Memphis? Disappointing four. <laughs> Leela? Um, I'm not going to say mine out loud, so it's, it's right here. Okay. <laughs> Cameron? Four. Okay. All right, now. Luke, how many did you get right? Four. Four, okay. Four. 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 Ah! No extra five points. You couldn't, you couldn't beat the high score of my class. Which is? Four. The highest score on the quiz was four from my class. Tie doesn't count. Got to beat it. Okay. To the book of Joshua. Hey, after Easter, we'll have a midweek movie night at the Parsonage, which is my house. The parsonage is the house the pastor lives in. That's a surprise. You'll be invited if you want to come. Well, I figured I would be. <laughs> wouldn't me. Of course not. <laughs> okay, Joshua, the book of Joshua. Hey, the book of Joshua. We don't have a lot of time, and this is a long table. I'm not going to try and shout over you. Joshua chapter 1, which is the beginning of what group of books? Memphis? Historical? Correct, the historical books. Well, just say the books of the Bible. There you go. Okay. Uh, chapter what? 1, the first chapter. Okay, we're going to try and speed through. We've got a lot to talk about. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Hmm? Every place that every place that at the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. And the wilderness and this. 
Lebanon. Lebanon. As far as the great river, the river Euphrates. Euphrates. All the land of the Hittites to Hittites. Yep. To the great sea for the Right. Why is it that they're not going into this land until after Moses dies? Do you know, Cameron? Because Moses didn't want him to go. Uh, it wasn't that Moses didn't want them to. Moses did want them to, but Moses got in trouble. So Moses was not allowed to go into the promised land. Do you know what Moses did that made the Lord angry? The Israelites wanted water to drink, and the Lord provided a rock. And the Lord told Moses, speak to the rock, and it will give water. And did Moses trust that if all he did was speak to the rock, it would give water? No, he didn't. So he took his staff and he hit the rock instead, and the rock gave water, and the Lord got angry with Moses for not trusting him and doing what he said to do. Yes? You should always trust God. Correct. I'm surprised Moses did that. I mean, after all what he went through. Are you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was a question. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Moses was not allowed to enter the promised land. So now Moses dies, and now they're entering in. Now there's something else here, too. The fact that Moses could not enter the Promised Land says that there will be a prophet who will be greater than Moses, who will do what Moses couldn't do, which is to lead the people into the Promised Land. Now, who does that point to? Somebody like Moses, but greater than Moses. Yes, it, look, it points to Jesus, a prophet who is greater than Moses, who takes his people and sets them free, and you are set free from sin and death and the power of the devil. Sin, death, and the power of the devil. You are set free, and you are led by Jesus into the promised land. And what is the promised land for you? It's a greater promised land than this one. Sadie, correct. That is correct. So this now already, I mean, we, lots of things point to Jesus, but here's another one. Another prophet who is greater than Moses, and Moses is pretty much the best there is, except one who is greater than him is still to come. Okay, continue. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, and I will be with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. So why is it that nobody will be able to stand before the Israelites? Emma? 
Didn't you raise your hand? Well, now I'm going to call on you anyway because you, you looked like you raised your hand. Be more careful next time. <laughs> Why is it, it's, it's all right here in verse 5. Why is it that nobody will be able to stand before them? Does that mean that nobody can be on their feet looking at them? Is that what that means? No, what does it mean? <coughs> Memphis? What does it mean that no one will stand before Nobody them? Can get, like, in the way. Yes, or uh, prevent them. Yeah, nobody can stop them. Nobody can overpower them. Nobody will be greater than they are. No one can stand before you. That's like saying nothing stands in your way. Okay. Uh, why though? Memphis. Because can flip it around and you're 100% right because not because they are with God but because God is with them they don't do anything God comes to be with them no you said because they are with God they are not always with God that's the problem with the Israelites they're not always with God. Pretty often, they behave like bad children. But the Lord is with them. And that's a more important thing. Just like the Lord is with you. Do you deserve that the Lord is with you? No. no. Do you deserve that the Lord works for you? No. no. Are you good enough to, to, to deserve the Lord at all in any way? No. You're not with the Lord. The Lord is with you. That's why nobody will stand. Just as he was with Moses, I will be with you too. And because I am with you, nobody will stand before you. Continue. Sit. Seven. Six. Courageous. Prosper. Now, what does it mean to prosper? Correct. Be successful. Verse 8. Prosperous. Mm -hmm. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Why should they be brave? Leela? 
Because God will be with them. Because God will be with them. Remember last week when we read about the crossing of the Red Sea? And what did the Israelites do when they saw that there was water on one side and the armies of Pharaoh on the other? Uh, wait, what was the question? What, what did they do? They just stood still because they knew God would be Now, what did they do before yeah. that, Memphis? They were arguing with Moses about what they should do. Not arguing. They were just complaining, complaining to Moses, yeah. yelling at Moses. Because they were afraid. Because even though the Lord performed all the signs of the plagues in Egypt, they were still afraid that he couldn't save them. And he was with them. And just like he was with them there and at the Red Sea, so he's also going to be with them here. And here's an important thing. Did you know that the name Joshua and the name Jesus are actually the same name. Yep, it's in the language of Hebrew, and the name is Yeshua. And do you know what that name means? The Lord saves. So the prophet who is raised up has a name that talks about the greater prophet the Lord and what he does, he saves. Yes, Memphis? How old was Moses when he died? That's a really good question, but it's not one for tonight. It's like a two-second baby. It's... He was 120. Did you just look at the end of Deuteronomy? <laughs> no, yeah. you're right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was 120. Yeah, I just don't want to backtrack <laughs> because uh, this is kind of a one-way class. Thank you, Mary Lou. 120. Okay. Uh, verse 10. Can you read just a little bit louder, please? I love you. <laughs> yep, yeah, the officers of the people. Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, prepare provisions for Provisions. You know what, what, is prov what are provisions? Cameron? Plants. Plants? Plants. Oh, plans? No. Oh. Memphis? Uh, Uh, no, I mean, I remember that, but that's not what provisions are. If you're going on a long journey, you need provisions. If you're going on a road trip to Colorado, you need provisions, which are? Maps? Supplies. Supplies. Which is a lot of food. I eat a lot yeah, of food. The, the things that you need, okay? For yourselves, for within three days you will cross over the... the How many days? Kipton? Three. Well, three's not a very important number, is it? What do you think, Kipton? Is it an important number or not? 
I see a lot of people that aren't Kipton answering my question. What do you think, Kipton? Is it important? Don't listen to anybody else. No more peanut gallery here. Yes or no, Kipton? What do you think? Is it important or not important? You think it's not important? How many days was Jesus in the tomb, Emma? Three. Three is the number of the Trinity, and three is the number of resurrection. So they're going into the promised land within three days, which again points to Jesus. Yes, ma'am. So is this, is this relevant to yeah. our, okay. Okay, so did they plan to get there in three days, or did they, or did they just? The Lord tells them. Oh, okay. This is the Lord talking. Um, the Lord says, this is how it's all going to work. Oh, okay. Yep. Three days you will cross over this Jordan to uh, go in the, and, and to poss possess. possess the land with which the Lord your God is given you to. To possess. Yes, so Joshua now is in charge, just like Moses was. The Lord tells Joshua, here is everything I want you to do. Here's what I want you to tell the people. And then Joshua goes and says what the Lord says. Does he get to make up his own stuff? No. Does he get to tell the children of Israel what his opinion is? No. He gets to tell them exactly what the Lord said. Nothing more, nothing less. So everybody answered Joshua. I'll finish this up, and then it's into chapter 2. Saying, all that you command we will do, and wherever you send us we will go, just as we heeded Moses in all things. Mm. We, will, uh, we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. Again, why? Be strong and of good courage, why? Memphis? Yes, because God is with them. All right, chapter 2. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out two men from, I don't know that word. Acacia. Acacia, okay. Acacia Grove to spy secretly, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rahab. Rahab. Rahab, and lodged there. What is what does Rahab do for a living if she is a harlot? I don't know what that is. That's why I'm asking, because it's important that you do know. Cameron? She sells goods. What goods does she sell? Like, like gold? No, Memphis? Uh, holy goods. Definitely not holy goods, no. Oh, she sells her body. Um. <laughs> yes, there are lots of words for that kind of a person, and harlot is a rather polite one. Okay. She sells her body to other men, and they pay her. Oh. And that is what she does for a living. There are many modern-day words, yes. Is that a good profession? You did need to know that, actually. Is that a good profession or a bad profession? Yes, it is not good. 
your parents would all be so disappointed if you ever grew up to be harlots. Okay, and so, and so would Jesus. So, verse 2, and it was told. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. Mm -hmm. Continue. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rah Rahab, Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you. Bring who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the women. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Then the woman took the two men and hid them. Wait a minute. What was she told to, to do? Memphis? Uh, she was told to uh, hand them over. Uh, and what does she do instead? Hide. She hides them. Well, continue reading. So she said, that's verse 4. Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at the men who knew, I did not know where the men Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she stopped of flax that she had laid in order. Yes, so she pulled a bug's bunny. They came to her house and they said, where are the guys? Hand them over. And she said, they went that way. And the guards went, oh, okay. And they went off to look for them because they believed what she said. But was she telling the truth? No, because she, she hid them in, on her roof. Then the men... Yep, pursued them. Take verse 9 too, Sophie. Yeah, why has the fear fallen upon them? Keep that in mind and keep reading. Why, are, why is she so afraid? Why is the king of Jericho so afraid? Keep reading. Oh, Sihon. Og. How would you like it if your name was Og? Well, how would you like it if your name was Ham, too? I mean, that's a deli name. That, <laughs> that is. You're really hung up on that, aren't you? Amalekites. Oh, excuse me. No, you were right. Amorites. 
Yeah, so why are they afraid of the Israelites? Emma? You keep going like this. <laughs> why are they afraid of the Israelites? Because they heard about... Mason? Because they heard about... You had your hand up too. You were sitting like this. You put your hand up, I call on you. Memphis? Because they heard about the Red Sea. Yep, they heard about what happened at the Red Sea, that the water of the Red Sea dried up, and they just walked across. And then they, then they got across the Red Sea, and then they, we didn't look at this part, but they had some big battles and just wiped out the other people that fought against them. Why did we skip that? That sounds epic. The, uh, we'll look at it another year, but this is not the year we look at it. Oh my goodness, Memphis, there's so much in here. Okay, Sophie. Yes, you don't, you don't have to ask to do that. Just go do it. Okay. But make sure you don't do it and walk up into the dark. I that. Yes, okay, continue. Where are we? 11. Okay. I think that's you, yep. Heard. Heard. Melted. Remain. Any more courage? Uh huh. Above and on. Beneath. So Rahab believes in God. Why is she that? Because that's a sin. I'm sure she was that before she heard about God. Well, then she goes stopping. I mean... Now, therefore, verse 12. Now, therefore, I beg you, swear to be my Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you also will show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token. Mm -hmm. Thirteen. You just take 13, too. And spare my father, my mother, my brothers, and my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. Mm -hmm. So what's she asking? Yes? To spare her family's life. Yeah, because she knows that Israel is going to come and destroy the city. I mean, if you know, why don't you just, like, gather your family? She, she is. She's making sure that her family is protected. So the men answered her, I'll finish up. The men answered her, our lives for yours. Because she saved their life. If none of you tell this business of ours, and it shall be when the Lord has given us this land that we will deal kindly and truly with you. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was on the city wall. 
She dwelt on the wall. And she said to them, Get to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. Hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Afterward, you may go your way. So the men said to her, We will be blameless of this oath of yours, which you have made us swear, unless when we come into the land, you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, your brothers, and all your father's household to your own home, so it shall be that whoever goes outside the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head if a hand is laid on him. And if you tell this business of ours, then we will be free from your oath which you have made us swear. So, then she said, according to your words, so be it. So it is written, so it shall be. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet cord in the window. Now, uh, this is very important, uh, and that's, that's where we'll stop. So, they make a promise that they will spare everybody in her house if she binds a scarlet cord. And what color is scarlet? Emma? Yeah, a deep red, like the color of... What? Blood. Yeah, roses. It's like the color of blood, and she takes the cord, and she puts it in the window like this. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Just like you're supposed to for the... Passover. And she puts the scarlet cord that looks like blood over her window. And when the Israelites come with the Lord with them, death passes over Rahab's house because Rahab has faith in the Lord. And then she kind of becomes like an Israelite. She is not a Hebrew. She is brought in. And actually... Rahab is in the family tree of Jesus. Yes. She's like Jesus' great, 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 grandma or something like that. That would be like Yep, so she is part of the line of Jesus. Yes, Memphis. Also, I thought God was about peace. What's with killing all these people? God is... Yeah, Memphis, you know your little cousins? Yeah. What would you do if somebody came and tried to kill your cousins? Would you just let them do it? No. What do you think God does for his children whom he loves? Makes sense. Yep. God is a God of, God desires peace and he is a God of love and God will make peace and God loves his people. What he does not love is people going after his people, and he will not be peaceful so for people that seek war. What? So these people went after them before Egypt? Well, this is the land he promised to give them, and now he's giving them. And whoever, whoever curses them, he will curse. Remember, that's the promise. Whoever blesses you, I will bless. Whoever curses you, I will curse. But I thought that was promised just to Abraham. No. That promise is to all of Abraham's lineage. 
Yep, no, we're not going, we don't go backwards. We're only going forwards, okay? All right, here is uh, the list of terms. I don't have a card for you to write on, I'm sorry, um, if you're in Carolyn's class. You have five terms, Joshua and Caleb, the Jordan River, the Promised Land, and Rahab. Those five. What happens in the Jordan River in the New Testament? John baptizes Jesus in the Jordan River. Yes, sir. Yeah, just walk your pencils down here and put them back in the bucket, please. He said walk, not throw. Yeah, please don't throw your pencils. Please walk them down and put them in the bucket. I see where it says here, three days they went out. Gosh, I mean, you taught me about all these numbers. 